Welcome to Jepper Bites, a podcast that delivers thought-provoking ideas and meaningful debates from the iconic Jepper Literature Festival and all the JLFs around the world. I'm your host, Lakshnatha. This June, JLF is traveling to the UK, first at the British Library from June 14th to 16th in London, and then the weekend after in Belfast from June 21st to 23rd. The partners for JLF Belfast are the British Council of Northern Ireland and the Arts Council of Northern Ireland. So in this episode, I had a conversation with Damien Smith, who is a poet and the head of literature and drama at the Arts Council of Northern Ireland. We talk about the work the Arts Council does and how their association with JLF came about. Here is my conversation with Damien. How would you describe the work that the Arts Council of Northern Ireland does? Okay, the, the Arts Council of Northern Ireland is the lead development agency and funding body for the arts in Northern Ireland across all the art forms. And that would include, you know, everything from classical music, that would be orchestral work, right through to traditional music. It would be all the literary forms, traditional poetry, drama, uh, novels, uh, as well as more contemporary performance poetry, break through to carnival and, you know, more participatory arts activity. So really everything that would involve the arts in Northern Ireland has the Arts Council of Northern Ireland at its centre. As head of literature and drama at the Arts Council, what's a regular work day for you? Yeah, well, a regular day for me um, is to be dealing with literary organisations, uh, theatre companies, uh, both independent theatre companies and the major, uh, you know, producing theatres, the buildings, like the Lyric Theatre, which is one of the venues for JLF in Belfast. Um, we'll also be dealing with individual writers, actors, playwrights, uh, novelists, poets, and so on. And that would be taking up most of my time through the day there are worse ways of spending your day than dealing with creatives like that. Um, there, are, there are also elements of the day which is more bureaucratic to do with administration and so on. But these things balance themselves out into a very satisfying job. So as a, as a poet yourself, how would you describe the, the literature that you grew up on? And were there any, at any point, were there any Indian authors that you were reading? Well, the, I mean, most of the literature that I would have, grew, have grown up with would have been um, Irish in the first instance. Um, then, by extension, it would also have been uh, anything in English, really, which would have included a large amount of what would be regarded as uh, English literature from England. Um, and that would have been the basis, really, of my reading. But I have to say that one of the delights of uh, being involved in the JLF is that I will be able to uh, talk and think about uh, Tagore, which was one of the who was one of the writers that I came across almost accidentally when I was at school through recommendations from other writers that I was reading, and then immediately fell in love with that uh, poet and playwright and short story writer and thinker. Um, the, the, the songs I'm less familiar with, but certainly in English, I know the 
uh, importance of that tremendous humane voice and imagination, a witty uh, individual writer. And so um, I'll be delighted to listen to the experts who will be you know, talking about Tagore in my home patch in Ireland, which I think will be a tremendous thing. What connection do you think the culture of Belfast has with the Indian culture? Well, I mean, I think we have a shared story. You know, I mean, these are two vastly different places in terms of climate, and, you know, uh, and the, you know, obviously geographical location, size, scale, the multiplicity of languages and influences that, that uh, you know, there is in, in India. But there are also tremendous similarities. And I think we have a shared history of colonial experience. We have uh, challenges in relation to the, the, the domination of the English language, I think, which is a huge gift on the one hand, but is also a big challenge, I think, on every other level uh, at the same time. I think there are ongoing unresolved questions of you know, conflict and identity and comfort, I think, in terms of our place in the world. And I think a lot of those issues are still live. Um, there are also then social questions because... We have a, you know, traditionally conservative population. Maybe I think it's fair to say several populations that are conservative trying to come to terms with a very modern, contemporary world. Um, and, you know, technologies, still a very rural thinking, you know, uh, culture, which has a great affection for the traditions uh, of the countryside and livestock and all that kind of uh, you know proximity to the natural world, and at the same time, of course, tremendously outward looking uh, and very very clever in dealing with modern technologies. World leaders in case of India and uh, certainly Ireland too in relation to Europe is the home for Google and you know other bases. So there's a lot of similarities I think there which will lead to very rich discussions and conversations. It's a perfect match actually in my view, though the more um, you, you know, counterintuitive it is, actually the more surprising and, and productive it is. What relationship does Belfast have with the arts and literature? And there is a large number of uh, prose writers, playwrights uh, and other poets all of whom have contributed hugely to the uh, world's understanding of what Ireland is in the 20th century and moving into the 21st century. So we want to present that richness, I think. We want to present Belfast as a location and as a cultural spot, if you like, to Jaipur, to India uh, as well. It's a way of uh, profiling this place to a whole continent. So when was it the first time that you heard of uh, the Jaipur Literature Festival? Well, I've been aware of Jaipur maybe for 15 years. Um, it's the development of the festival, I knew the scale of it, which had grown hugely, I think, over the last maybe 10 years. Mm-hmm. And it's now the largest gathering of uh, literary-minded people, I think, in the world. And... It was always an idea that it would be a great showcase for writers from, uh, from Ireland and Northern Ireland to be there and to showcase their work. Obviously, it's a whole new population, a whole new possibility. So we tried, we, you know, we began to develop a relationship maybe four years ago to um, get some of our writers 
showcased at uh, um, at Jaipur, and we managed to do that. We had many emails, many conversations, much uh, traffic going backwards and forwards. And I think over that period, we were able to build up a sense of the seriousness of our interest in the establishment of real deep links between the two uh, places. And I think that's where we've arrived at now. So I think it was a very important link to make. And it was seemed to be an obvious one once we'd actually been there and seen what was on offer. What is it that you're most looking forward to when JLF comes to Belfast? Okay, well, I mean, you know, we're going to have the opportunity to spend several days with Sanjoy Roy, which is always uh, a delight. And I think it'll be, you know, it'll be great to um, be around that huge personality, I think, over the whole period of the festival. I think, too, Namita Gokali will be a great asset when she arrives and, you know, tremendously distinguished uh, writer in several genres. We're looking forward to that. Um, also, of course, we've got Asma Khan, who's a British-based uh, chef and cultural entrepreneur, um, cuisine entrepreneur, I think you would almost say as well. We're looking forward to, to her coming. We've also got our own writers such as um, Brian Keenan, that maybe some people might remember was a long, you know, for a long period, was a hostage in the Lebanon um, in the 1980s and wrote uh, a tremendous memoir of that period, one of the great prison, uh, what you could call a prison diary, if you like, called An Evil Cradling, which was um, you know, released at that time. He'll be participating, along with, of course, William Dalrymple, um, Milak Vijay Shah. You know, there's a great mixture of expertise and uh, charisma, I think, from all around the world, and it'll be a tremendous experience for us all. Thank you for listening to Jepper Bites. This podcast is produced by Launchora, a storytelling and creative learning platform, in association with Teamwork Arts, the producers of the Jepper Literature Festival. If you haven't already, do subscribe to our show wherever you're listening to this podcast. Ah.